Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast. You can follow Cleveland Phantom Podcast at CLE Phantom Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can rate us, review us, give us five stars wherever you get your podcast from. Coming up on this episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast, we will talk about uh, what's going on in the NFL right now. Look ahead to week nine, play a little game of fact or fiction. Uh, we'll look ahead to the Cleveland Browns playing the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. But before that, uh, let me introduce who my crew is with me. Uh, to my left side, I have my brother Everett Williams here. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hello, a Wednesday. <laughs> we'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, to my right side, Pat Luda. What's going on? Uh, all good, man. Appreciate being here. Sitting in front of me, Jason Roberts. What's going on? I'm good. Good to know. Good to know. Good to hear. Uh, yeah, so before we get to everything with that, let's start where we were uh, last weekend, Sunday. Um, Cleveland Browns took a loss at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers, 15-10. to 10. Uh, Baker Mayfield was 20-31 with 225 yards and took four sacks. Ben Roethlisberger was 22-34, 266 yards passing, one touchdown, and he took two sacks. Um, coming out of that game, it was a little rough. Did not play the best. Uh, we'll go over everything that went on with it, I'm sure, throughout the episode. Uh, a lot of drops, a lot of missed opportunities for the Browns. Um, I guess you could say defense played pretty well, only giving up 15 points. But uh, before we get into everything that's currently going on, let's back up a little bit to that game. Uh, what what happened? Why only fifteen to ten? What what happened with the Browns? Why only ten points? Okay, defensively, the Browns played okay. They're not a great defense, but they played okay, well enough to win. You give up fifteen points in the NFL, that should be enough to win you a game. Mm-hmm. But defensively, and especially on offense as a team overall, too many penalties, dropped passes. Missed throws and just didn't undisciplined play, and they beat themselves. You look at teams like the Steelers, the Ravens, uh, even the Patriots with Mac Jones to a certain extent. Good teams don't beat themselves. Mm-hmm. No team. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying those teams are perfect. They do, those teams never get penalties, but you don't have things like a key. I believe it was third down, and Higgins just trying to run five yards upfield for no reason. And you don't have Ronnie Harrison doing Ronnie Harrison things. Yeah, Ronnie Harrison <laughs> pushing the guy three three yards out of bounds. Like I said, those are just that's just dumb. And when you're du- when you play dumb, you lose. Uh, Pat, what did you see Sunday that happened with Cleveland in that loss? Um, let's jump right into it. Um, what happened was everyone just didn't do what they were supposed to do, and mm-hmm. I know that's uh very vague but you had drops you had fumbles you had turnovers you had situations that that could have been prevented as far as the penalties and such at at the defensive standpoint yeah 15 points is pretty good especially in this offensive NFL that we live in but 
you had them at three and they had no kicker and you know three points at halftime that again second half is where you're supposed to that's make or break mm-hmm. you know that that's where it is for us that's been the the half that we wear teams down and secure yeah, that and, victory and that's been a trend too you look at the chargers game and things like that and i mean it's like man again 15 points sounds great you know if you hold a team to 15 points most most of the time you're going to win but i mean you had opportunities you didn't cash in on them it's becoming an ongoing trend this year for the Browns, and due to th- it, it was even more of a crushing loss just because of the team. That's what that's the white whale right there. Mm-hmm. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and th- they can't they can't get over that. They they've beaten them from time to time, but they can't get over this team. And that not only just for the rivalry, but for mostly the division. And it's like. It's that it's just frust. It's, it just has to be frustrating of a loss when again, it's not. I, I always hate the cliche, you know, this team lost, the other team didn't win. But it, I see that because it's Pittsburgh did exactly what they needed to do to win, and the Browns literally and figuratively fumbled it away. Yeah. Um, to be a rushing team to only have ninety six total rushing yards for that game is not what you needed to do. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the drops a little bit more in a little bit, but uh, <clears throat> uh, the touchdown was what Dearness Johnson, yeah, didn't touch the ball after, not once. That's a problem. That's thank you. That's play calling. No, there is there is. Widespread blame to go around. Oh, the, play, we, call, play it, calling, it, execution, players. No one is, no one is blameless. Yeah, no one's exempt. There's a, there's a lot of pieces to this blame pie. Um, regrettably, I got to go to Jason since he is the Pittsburgh fan. But just be real with, with yourself and don't be you know, belligerent fan guy. You got the win. Congratulations. We got it. What happened to the Browns, though? Buffalo. We buffaloed y'all. Explain. Again. Remember I said at our very first show, my team is going to assault you physically on defense and try to keep this at a 50-yard game, meaning try to play on your side of the 50 until we click. Well... We got our O-line back, minus one, banner still down. So, Pittsburgh said, all right, we could run now. Other than when they decided to be stupid and single block Miles Garrett, which he got both sacks, I give him much credit. They kept that defense exactly where they wanted them, in the middle of the field, using misdirection, and when every time it says, here come that pass, they smacked you in the mouth with the rookie. Um, is it me or is that three-game win streak feels so far away? <laughs> the NFL is a what have you done for me lately league. It just feels like that three-game was like last year. <laughs> That's how far away that feels right now. Three games and plus the win in between was on a Thursday. So you went mm-hmm. so long without, you know. 
And now you're going to have to go ahead for a few weeks without uh, Jack Conklin because of the elbow injury. Um, but uh, play calling real quick. Well, it might not be quick because we might be here for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Stefanski. Got to change. Got to let Alex Van Pelt call plays. Or at least give him part of the game plan to call plays. I mean, right now on fourth down, they convert uh, 30 – no, excuse me. They convert 43%. Okay. Play calling. That's, 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 like they, they are 7 of 18 on fourth down okay. right now. I'm not saying the play calling is great. However, if you remember the broadcast, there was many times Romo said, that guy schemed open. That guy is schemed open. That, that run lane is, was schemed open. If the players are not executing the plays that are plays when someone's open, that's on the players. That's not the play. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback on that, that's why I said this game for my Steelers would be make or break because I knew exactly what Cleveland was bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. If you're stupid, you don't hold your lane integrity, definitely playing Cleveland. You're going to get gouged, and you're going to get gouged bad. And prime example, Dearness Johnson. Bush ran right past him. And what did he do? He just cut, touchdown. So once Tomlin got him over on the sideline, cussed everybody out, the onus was now on the Cleveland players to execute. And I'm sorry, they failed big time. If if you uh I think it was Arizona after the Arizona loss where uh, Batonio said they were playing a six two front and pretty much t- took away every running lane you had. I mean you got six D linemen, you got six offensive linemen. The nerves, there's no one, there's no extra guy to to uh, pick off somebody. The defenses are going to do that. They know this is a good running game. Mm-hmm. They're going to make you beat them some uh, some other way. Well, that's where the the play calling thing comes in because it's lacking creativity right now because. But if if, a, I, if I'm playing the Browns, my first game plan is stack the box. We got 11 players. I'm putting at least eight or nine right there. You don't even that's, have to do that. No, I'm that. saying, but that's the first game well, plan because I know you want to be a running team. And if you're not a running team, you want to be a play action team, right? Yeah, but you don't so have to if, do that if, if I'm saying, if we know that, defensive coordinators know that. So add some creativity to the play call. Do something different. Well, that's where y'all well, I, yeah, I got a pothole. Yeah, yeah that's a, there's a big uh, butt right there. <laughs> yeah, that pothole <laughs> with y'all run game, I'm sorry. It's old. It's very good still, mm-hmm. but it's old. It's not like this run game hasn't been seen before. This is the Washington team's old scheme. This is what they ran with John Riggins. They're going to stretch you, oh, wow. get you. Because <laughs> that's I thought you were going to go to Portis or something right. like that. Oh no, <laughs> nope. But uh, 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 uh. but good thing you said that because that's the next evolution of that was your Broncos. Yeah, the one cut. Yeah. So you got two ways to play this, and the Steelers did the one thing I knew they were going to do. They were not worried about Blitz and Baker. They were blitzing the O-line. They were not going to give you 
nothing other than quick outs. And then you just had to worry about a linebacker or a DB undercutting. And unfortunately, y'all didn't adjust. And they just well, kept blasting y'all O-line. I, was, I got This is ties into something I'm sure we'll get into later. But like I said earlier, if some intermediate throws are open because there's – you got what place players at three four, so you got seven guys up front to take away the line, take away the uh, run game. So you're trying to get something open over the middle or intermediate, and you're not hitting it. Again, the play was called, you didn't execute, and I mean this is what Madden talking, but pretty much every guy I listen to says the same thing. If if they're stacking the they're stacking the box, well you throw you throw it deep, you make it, you try to loosen them up. Mm-hmm. They could not or did not do it. Well, and another thing that I really blame Stefanski and Van Pelt for, no Tyson Alu-Alu for us and no Stefan it. Why are y'all not running right? Running that Cam Hayward was begging for disaster. And y'all got it. Conklin was out. Doesn't matter. No, oh, trust me. Between Conklin and, and Hands, it matters. Dude, Wormley gets thrown around. In I'm, the I'm just saying, dude, there's a difference between. Do you consider Wormley a backup uh, DN? Yes. He's Con- great. Hands is a backup tackle, so they're about equal. They're not. No but guess good. what? Wormley, you can overpower him in a run. He's great on a pass. No, I'm just saying, but that's why they didn't run. Because maybe not Wormley, but other guys on, came on that side and shut the run down. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, we had to bring in Mondu, and I give him credit. He pl- he balled. But the whole time I kept saying, please don't go right, please don't go right. And every time y'all went to the left, I was like, thank you for having Hayward. <laughs> I mean, he actually threw your left tackle at Chubb during the one run play. So I'm like, Browns, y'all got to pay attention. And this is just me as not a Steeler fan. Just a spectator, pay attention. They would not go right. And then, y'all got one more thing. The Browns got to get rid of that bootleg. Someone's going to kill Baker eventually. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're a majority run and play action offense, the bootleg is always going to be there. So they can't get rid of the bootleg. Listen, they that, that's, tried a, that's, that, a, that's a part of his offense. They tried that bootleg and Hayward. If he could have got that shoulder down a half a second sooner, Baker was going to the locker room. I'm sorry. They're going to get him hurt. He's not capable of doing it the way you want. Maybe y'all need to do like we did. <laughs> All right. Single eye, pitch out. I mean, y'all have the running backs to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm telling you, I was shocked. I'm just saying, I know Dearness Johnson is not Kareem Hunt. Everybody knows that. But you have to treat him like that with uh, Nick Chubb this week against Cincinnati. And going forward until, I mean, you know. I can tell you what. You're right. He's not – he is not a black mamba. He's a puff adder. <laughs> He's you dangerous. You can't – I don't care what anybody say. The <laughs> NFL fan in me loves the three running backs that Cleveland got. Come on, I was saying it last year. I hope this still is still Dearness Johnson off the Browns. That man is bad. I mean, no, he's not Chubb. No, he's not Hunt. 
he's the Ernest Johnson, and he must be, be dealt with. You don't have to be a, be a big contributor, and that's what he can provide. Um, providing contributions, not so much Sunday with the drops. Any explanation with all the drops and the and the fumbles are just not on the same page, like in concentration. What, what do you think it was? It's tough to really say. I mean, they're NFL players. So, I mean, you really can't expect, you can't really explain or expect them. Like, you can't explain that and you can't expect it. And mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, you I'm know. just saying, if you you going out there, we basically, we're the, if you get a catch on first down, cool. Second down, cool. We depended on you for the third and fourth down. And when you drop those, it, it hurts not just you, but it hurts the team overall. And oh, definitely. I mean, and we'll get into a whole bunch of stuff more, but this was the perfect week if you're Jarvis Landry because it, and, everything that look, has happened it, since then, and that any guy other has week. flown on <laughs> any other week. That guy is getting crushed. The crushing fourth down drop. Was it also another fourth down or was it a third down? What, the fumble or? No, no, the, the drop. He dropped the one before that, that was the third down. Third down. Third he down. had a crushing third down drop, a crushing fourth down drop, a game-changing fumble. Nobody's talking about it. They they, they ripped him a little bit Sunday, and I know he's one of the fan <laughs> no favorites. Rip, ripped him Monday, too. Yeah, and, and, and I think it was even a little soft because he is – like because he's, so he's a culture leader and he, stuff like that. So it was like, I don't want to say stuff, look, but, but I know. But it's, I'm saying, but to the eyes of people, he's a culture leader. Yeah, yeah but between it, to, to the majority of fans, between him and Baker, there was other two in the locker room that changed that culture to be what yeah, it is. And, and those are the two that get the most protection from the fans. Right. And it was mainly like, I don't want to say that it was on you, but <clears> damn, it was on you. Like, like he then, was like, no, you messed up, but uh, just don't do it again. We will forget. Yeah, you like <laughs> there'll be next get get them next Sunday type thing, and then everything that's happened in the last forty eight hours. Yep. That guy has angel wings again. And if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know, but why did Jarvis Landry fly on the radar? Because on Tuesday, specifically Tuesday morning, uh, Odell Beckham Senior put out a video. Showcasing his son running on the football field and having some wide open plays that he, you know, jumped into uh, the Instagram comments on when uh, people were watching it and, you know, displayed his uh, disgust for what's going on to his son right now. And that was the firestorm (laughs) that has set a place the last 48 hours that Pat was just talking about. Uh Um... First of all, thoughts on the video, putting out the video, how bad of an idea was putting out that video. <laughs> For who? I have. For I'll everybody. Let someone else go first. I have a, lots of thoughts. Uh, y'all don't want me to go. I don't, I but. <laughs> well, here, well, first of all, I can explain right, Sunday's okay. drops. Go ahead. Everybody take take was, Sunday's drops. Truthfully. I think they were playing with Odell Beckham's wig. It had to have a lot of activator on it. <laughs> them balls were hitting the ground. The, the Michael Jackson wig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
You know what I can I can honestly say I feel bad for only one person. And he took a worse beating than Odell. Which is Hooper. You know, you, that, talk about people that slide under the radar. That is also Austin Hooper. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a walk-in touchdown. Yeah, because I, I don't want to say Landry's the only one for drop. Nope, Hooper had a drop. Higgins Do you know who drop. the closest player was? It was our safety, who was out of place, Edmonds, who recovered <laughs> the ball in the end zone as it rolled to him. I yeah. mean, Ho- Hooper and Landry are like, Hey, man, appreciate that, what you're doing for us right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, all right, um, but going back to the last 48 hours, this avalanche started out as, hey, I missed something. I mentioned this about three weeks ago about someone's wife tweeting. Well, this one was on Instagram. And then I said it then. I need to squash this. I said it and I meant it. Then she liked a tweet of a sportscaster showing drops of the Cleveland Browns wide receivers. Now she liked this. What did you think was going to happen next to a bunch of prideful men who are playing for contracts and who are being lambasted for dropping the balls and for drastically under succeeding. All right, I'm gonna play devil's advocate a lot with this conversation. Um, if somebody's wife liking a tweet bothers you, this might not be the game for you. You're a little bit soft. But guess what? The problem wasn't even the like. The problem was that first shot across the bow was not addressed properly by the man they call the team leader. He dropped the ball on that. But was that not also directed toward, I'm talking about the wife, that was not, not directed towards fans? Because it was directed towards fans. But the whole point, when she turned that towards the locker room, the team captain, the team leader failed to nip that. And I oh, say, I, I, I get that, but also that's towards fans. That's not towards the actual team. But when she says the city, the team need to recognize her man as being the savior, I said, hey, that's a very, very touchy subject, and that needs to be handled. It was not handled, and this animosity wasn't from that. It was from the beginning. These drops have been going on since game one. The frustration trying to live up to expectations has been going on since game one. And guess what? That tape, that 11-minute scathing tape. I mean, some of us in slow motion. Let's just. But no. I'm saying that 11 minutes, it's stretched out a little bit. But guess what? The problem was that tape wasn't just made. That tape was sitting. That's it more, was sitting. If it's if that if it's like that, that's more of a problem towards the person that made that tape than who is directed at. But guess what? If, I mean no I'm saying that's saying that you've been stewing on this. You've been 
premeditating how you want to take down the, the team's quarterback. And again, it was stewing. I think people have been trying to talk. I don't think ears have been receptive because this ain't out the clear blue. The impact may seem like, whoa, where did this come? No. This built up. Mm-hmm. And you like that last one with throwing Landry under the bus. You're like, all right, then let it all out and just avalanched it. And now it's here. Uh, Pat, do you see any difference in uh, what the Emily Mayfield yeah. putting out Instagram and, and Twitter answering fans, blah, 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 and what Odell Beckham Sr. did? I, I, I feel like it's one and the same, honestly, because, and I get this, I know I texted you guys yesterday about that situation with me. It's, it's tough for a wife mm-hmm. to hear criticism. It, in my situation, if anyone doesn't know, I'm a high school baseball coach. And I'm not trying to compare my situation to an NFL quarterback. I know the you know, I know the difference in attention and stuff that that gets. But I also know how tough it is for a wife to hear and see things that people say about her husband. At the same time, she also knows what that would look like if she were to go up to one of those parents and say anything negative towards their son or their opinion of me, I know I don't make all the right calls. I might make a pitching change. I might try to have someone steal, but it doesn't give anyone the right to go up to that person, you know, my wife or my son or anyone and say that kind of stuff. At the same time, I do have a dad that follows and watches and I'm sure it's the same situation for him. So that's why I kind of think it's one and the same because as a dad, you're, you should naturally be protective. Mm-hmm. But to Jason's point, this was something. I, I think what it was, there's a diff, there's a difference. Someone shouts something. Emily fires back at him. Boom! That's a that's a split second thing. It happened to a lot of people. This. This is like I, I, this I is feel like putting Jake, together yeah, a video. I feel project. like that's what I mean. Like it's one and the same <laughs> as far as hey, I'm protecting my husband or I'm protecting my son, or my husband does no wrong. No, my son does no wrong. I get the one and the same, but to Jason's point, yeah, this was this was I'm I putting this together and holding on, and then when you know what hits the fan, now it's time to release it. It's kind of like holding. Um, We've seen it numerous times where guys will threaten stuff like, oh, I'll let you know about what happened with that underage chick at the bar we were at if you say stuff like this. You know, we've seen Mm -hmm. that go on with the Vikings stuff with the boat and, you know, everything like that. Oh, the Vikings boat. Yeah, (laughs) like like stuff like that gets held over people's head. And that's how I felt. It was like, like, all right, let's get this together because if this doesn't get better – and Odell's not getting his touches, and the the dysfunction is still 
the, the dysfunction and the, the chemistry between them is, you know, broken. All right. Loss after the Steelers. The loss to the Steelers when he got two targets. Perfect time to release that tape. Uh, hey. Okay, so. Go ahead. What, uh, no, just go ahead. <laughs> let me let me start by saying, for the most part, I agree with both Jason and Pat. Start from let's start from where Jason started with uh, Emily's post. I, as Pat said, I understand being heated when to defend your your husband. That's a natural reaction. I'm not even mad that she did it. Some of her points, because I'm not gonna pretend that I looked at it, so I can't tell you what it said. Some of her points may even have been the accurate. The bigger problem is that Baker Mayfield did not go to his wife and say, take that down. Did not go to his, did not put out a tweet saying, that's my wife, that's her opinion, I'm focused on the team, blah, 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 blah. He let it ride. He, even, he, he let it ride. Yeah, I think he even posted a yeah. follow-up Instagram pretty much saying, hey, ride with me now type thing. Yeah, or something like that. so that's the problem. The uh, Odell Sr. video, again, I, my ADHD ADHD ain't got time to watch 10 minutes of drops. I know what drop or miss passes. I know what they are. Again, some of that, I'm sure, 100% accurate. Some of it could have been dramatized. Yes. Some of it could have been went to another receiver. Yes. But the point remains, some of that video, absolutely true. Again, it was premeditated. It was made. You don't have a 11-minute cut-up video. Just I don't. Maybe I'm giving Odell Sr. too little credit, but I find it hard to believe a 50-some-year-old black man has all 22 footage ready cut up, ready to go on his home laptop. Got that from somebody. <laughs> oh, I so, said that. So, I said that. So, so that, 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 again, that premeditated video is a problem. The fact that Odell wants people to think that it was his dad and didn't come out and say, oh, take that down, I disavow, blah, 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 blah. End of the story, both Odell and Baker are childish, and that is some sucker shit. If they, if they cannot handle it like men, then shut up. I don't. I really don't care. It, to make to be honest, it makes them both look weaker in my eyes. Yeah, and real quick, just Say, a, just yeah. just a real quick question because I know who's in Odell Beckham's camp. Was LeBron's tweet? Oh, also, definitely. Also. Premeditated? Definitely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Okay. I just want to make sure that, that was hey, that, that was a text or a FaceTime at hey bro. Hey bro, <laughs> do me a favor. Yeah. Like and hey, 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 guess what I'm about to which, do? Which I, also, need, I need you to do hashtag free OBJ like in three seconds. Yes, I know. I'm sh- I'm sure it makes Randy thrilled that him and LeBron are on the same page. But to back up to all of this is, guess what? Kevin Stefanski, how come everyone's seen this coming and not you? This is your team. This is your leader. Well, it's not that he didn't see it. And okay, it's not that he didn't see a rift between them because you probably see that in practice sometimes. But you ain't going to see, like, yeah. Hey, one guy's dad is about to put out a video. No. Like that, that's, you can't see that coming. And listen, I'm talking about when that first shot was sent across the bow, there should have been a 
quote-unquote team meeting called, and Stefanski should have gave Baker his marching orders to stop it. All I'll say is this. And it didn't happen. We don't know if it happened or not. Yeah, don't, we don't, don't, we don't, don't speak in absolutes. Well, right, excuse me. Well, we don't you know it, feel like it did We don't happen. know if it happened well, or not. Well, excuse me, yeah. I don't feel it happened and, because you know why? That tape is a true indictment of non-communication between, let's just keep it real, the second most important unit on a running team. The quarterback and the wide receivers have to be ready to attack a loaded eight-man box at a drop of a dime. And guess what? They weren't. And just is, go ahead. Go real ahead. Quick, just to, like I said, we don't know if there was an team meeting or not. And and this one, I will say this: it's a failure of leadership by management and players. But at the end of the day. I don't expect the coach to pull some grown men because they are 20, what? 20, 26. 26 and 29. And I, I don't think, expect yeah, I think to making millions, making, no matter doesn't matter. They're 26 to 29. I don't expect, the, I don't expect a coach that to pull some grown men and to say, hey, guys, you're a professional, you're at work. Figure it out. I know there's people that your job, you don't like. But you know what you do? You suck it up and you do your job. Well, hold on. You don't. So that, that's to, every job to expect to expect the coach to police the behavior of yeah. grown men. No, that's on them. Is it a failure of leadership by everybody? Yes, but at the end of the day, it's on the people who did it. Hold on. No, I won't take none of what you two just said about that because you know why? We see it every NFL team where the coach has to get involved sometimes and just tell them, are you men or are you boys? Get in there and squash it. So, no. I watched it happen. Hold on. I'm pretty sure eight weeks of I got to be better and figure it out is him handling it for the press and saying something publicly and handling something in, internally. Well, he's doing a terrible job because I'm telling okay. you, in 2018, okay. well, well, I watched my team fall apart because of a simple, ignorant statement well, by our quarterback this. to a radio host on his show, mm-hmm. and it took away our season. Well, let me ask you this, because today, you know, Odell got, you know, dismissed from practice or told not to show up. We still don't know the actual procedure of how that happened. Either way, he was not at practice. And then it came out that he's been kind of ducking Stefanski. So that's on a, in two days, 29-year-old to be a man and go to work flat out. If he, and like guess I said, what? I have a problem. He Get me, me out of here. That's all you have to say. You could you could have went to practice and did that. But to duck your coach is one thing. Okay, we put out the video about the quarterback. I don't get along the quarterback. I got to go to work to quarterback. I don't really like, but I got to go to work. If you're ducking your coach, that's you're making that a, now a team issue. I mean, it's always been a team issue, but now you're putting that in management's hands. Like, hey, what are you doing? But guess what? Get, either you're going to be with us or we got to get rid of you because you can't be ducking the coach. And, again, that's why I feel there – that's why I feel this all when it's said and done is Stefanski's fault. I'm sorry. I mean – Not all. Again – Blame pie is all over the place. No, no, no. I ain't, listen, the blame pie has to stop with someone. 
guess what? When my team screw up, y'all have a field day letting me know. And y'all let me, and I sit up there and I go, yep, yeah. And guess what? I said it, hold on, in the beginning of this. When your team screwed up, and we're going back to Antonio Brown, the main problem was who? Antonio Brown doing childish things in the locker room, being on Snapchat, ignoring the coach's orders. No, no, you're getting the years blurred, sir. Let's get it right. The 2018 season. It it don't matter about years blurred. This is all things Antonio Brown did. These are all things that Odell Beckham is doing. Excuse me. Let me finish. Antonio Brown got triggered by Ben. The problem that Tomlin had was he thought if he just sat Ben down, Ben can handle it. But his failure was he didn't sit them both down and chew them both out. So now you have one who's going, oh, it's all about him. All right. And that's what happened. I don't absolve no one for that, and I always put the blame at Tomlin's feet. His team, his players handle it. I said when we started this, I'm going to treat the Browns like I treat my Steelers. Mm -hmm. I blast Tomlin. I'm blasting Stefanski. You let your team get out of control. I mean, let's just keep it real. The the craziest thing to me ain't even all of this. I've never seen the team come to work dressed up in costumes. That just really just... That's a non-issue to me. But guess what? We say it's a non-issue, but it also says two lacks of a team. You're reading your press. You're reading. You're listening. You're enjoying Eventually, it translates to the field. Eventually, it translates to hurt feelings. Because right now, I don't want to hear nothing out of Baker. I don't want to hear nothing out of Odell. You just need to see them perform. And I need this city to quit screaming, go up. No, y'all leader, and I think it's time that it be said, is Miles Garrett. It's time for them to follow his lead. Why don't we do a little bit more of that? Because right now, because Baker honest, is not on a straight people line. people always want the quarterback to be the leader. What, yeah. But guess are. what? Oh, I'm not He's saying, not oh, a I'm, leader. I agree. Ben, <laughs> I just call him a sucker. I agree. Listen, Ben Roethlisberger, to me, is not a leader of a team. I miss having our dominant defensive players be the voice of that locker room. But your defensive players, whether it's – Joey Porter or James Harrison or Miles Garrett is not going to do anything for the offense as far as a I know, but guess what? It gives them a little bit more cover to get their crap right. But you're sitting up here trying to promote a fragile ego quarterback as the man is not working. Well, at the same time, we're dealing with a fragile ego wide receiver right now. Again, no. I'm not letting y'all off the both, hook on that. They're both pretty fragile right no, now. No, listen. But wide receivers are. Thank you. Quarterbacks They've aren't. been divas <laughs> since Jerry Rice. How, I mean, they're, all receivers have one great trait that everyone hates about them. 
Get me the ball. Get me the ball. They won't shut up about it. Because guess why? It's what got them to the league, so they're not going to back off. They think they can win a game with one leg, one arm, and a finger missing, and catching it with a blindfold on. Oh, definitely one arm. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That's their mentality. You know you got to police this. Your quarterback's job is to feed that ego and appease that ego sometimes. And I'm sorry. If his ego is easily bruised, well, come on. It's a free-for-all on offense. And, and if that's the case, I love how he speaks, and he barely speaks. Next time y'all need to know what's going on with the Browns, definitely with the offense, tell Baker, go sit down, and you bring up Chubb. As great as that is in theory. But I, it's just okay, best theory. example I could, best example, best really real example I give you. I agree with what you're saying. Miles is the real leader. Miles shows up and plays. If he if he messes up, he 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 blames himself. He doesn't only thing he posts on Instagram is what? Costumes of dinosaurs? That's his main problem. Miles is the problem is any team in any market you go, they're gonna go to the quarter. They're gonna go to the quarterback. Perfect example. Seattle, when Seattle was winning, it was the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch. Who they go talk to? Russell Wilson. And guess what? And it was perfect. When the Steelers were winning, when we got our Super Bowls, who was leading the forefront? Our defense. It finally played out where they had to go. Yes, we were competitive. Yes, we competed. All righty. There's the end of the Super Bowls. I've been waiting. I'm just saying, they wasn't exactly clamoring to get that interview with Troy Palomalu. Yes. <laughs> leave, leave. Okay. But you know what? Him and Chubb are the same hey, personality. Okay. They're going to go talk to the quarterback. No matter who the real leaders are, no matter who's the actual, I won't say leaders, who actually are the reason why the team wins. Who are the real performers on that team? Or the quote-unquote heart of the team. That doesn't matter. It's going to be, I the, know, it's going to be the quarterback that they talk to. My whole point is, I mean, we, we can flip it away from your team. I can go to Pat. They go talk to Terrell Davis or they talk to John Elway? Oh, well, Elway. <laughs> it's but. always going to be quarterback. It's always been quarterback. Well, uh-uh, uh-uh. Guess what? The team still can control that. Because just like you could bring up Denver Broncos, Baltimore Ratbirds. One, who are they going to? Ray Lewis or Joe Flacco? I'll wait. They still talk to Flacco, though. What are you talking you about? You may have found the one exception in the only two teams not, in the history not, of football. Not as much, since, but they, since, like, they still Taylor. go to Flacco. Yeah, and it wasn't like the Lewis gave... and Dilfer is a better example. Because with Dilfer, it was that bad of a quarterback. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, Lewis was but, actually... Like I said, that's why I you're said ta- you're talking Ray Lewis or Flacco that last year, even though Flacco. That was, well, that they had was, to go to Ray Lewis because, you know, it was his last year. Play. It doesn't matter. This is last year, and you're talking the past linebacker 1B to Lawrence Taylor's 1A, basically. I mean, and you're I mean, right. And guess what? A year later, they went to Terrell Suggs. Yeah. See? Again, like I said, the one team, the, that's the one. And I hated that just because of the look. Ooh, that boy's face. Let's not do that. You've got a lot of Steelers that have bad. Fa- anyway, um, Pat, 
what 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 is the final takeaway with this whole Odell missing practice because of the whole video thing and what what what's your what like what's what's okay let me word this better what's the real end game here the real end game is basically what it looks like is trending here where Odell will not play another down for the Cleveland Browns and. I can mark that one off my list as far as factor fiction. Yeah. (laughs) For me, at least, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Because I don't – unless something again happens, unless they do some sort of sit-down, which if you heard Baker's press conference after practice today, Mm -hmm. I don't think this is going to happen. Like he he he, was, he looked to paraphrase he was open to to it because you know it's we got to work but, together if we got to work together but I mean you can only work with who's on the field so he yeah. ain't open to it come on man yeah he's but uh that's being a leader Jason <laughs> go, go yeah, ahead man. I I think the the end game <laughs> is for them to forget about OBJ make him a non-factor mm-hmm. what I. Okay, so with Jason's point about Stefanski, I'm not going in the past, but I said it today when I was talking about the situation. I said, I want to see how the locker room and how that team plays on Sunday mm-hmm. because I'm truly not convinced that people in that locker room are on Baker's side. Bingo. I don't... Th- I think at least some of the other wide receivers see... At least either agree with OBJ or kind of pick his side. As I think at minimum, they see where he's coming from. They at least see where he's coming from, and that's part of Baker's play, part of Baker's ego, part of Baker's fragility, whatever you want to put Mm -hmm. in there. I think so that's why I'm really interested. I think the end game is piecing this team back together and going out there and playing like, you expect the Browns too, because right now I wouldn't be surprised if they got their ass kicked on Sunday, or I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and just looked like a completely different team and beat the hell out of the Bengals. Let me I mean, throw, throw a few points out there real quick. Um, one, either they lose or win on in Cincinnati. It doesn't matter. It is one game. It's either going to be, okay, we're saying Odell is not on the team, right? So it's either going to be Browns win. See, I told you they could do it without Odell. They're much better without Odell. Browns lose. Odell was right. You needed them. You need Odell on that team. If if the Browns, I guess, <laughs> like it, it, either way, it's going to be it's that be fan the, outcry. It, of, but at the same, I think a lot of it will have to deal with how they look. Thank you. I think if they're sloppy, if they lose by two touchdowns or more, if they just. Don't look like they have their stuff together. I think it's going to be more about Odell or less about Odell and more about how this team is reacting to Stefanski as the coach and Baker as the quarterback. And let me just throw this out there. I know you like to accuse me just playing around, whatever. I'm not always going to defend Baker. Yeah, he overthrows people a lot. Guess what? Odell drops a lot of key balls too. They're both and, at fault. I'll go. I'll go into this and <laughs> de- and, it, and, and I, was, I said it's not just a this year thing either. It's, it's been uh, a f- couple years that they've both overthrown balls and both drop. And Odell has dropped balls. And and I get 
again, I get the frustration as a wide receiver. But that's why if we go back to the Steelers game, I don't really put a lot of blame on Baker. Because we, he at, missed, least, at least not this week, no. Because because he misses throws. He doesn't read defenses. That throw to Odell, he was laid on it and he hitched and it could have been a lot easier of a better throw. I know Odell went up one handed and things like that. But But at the same time, if if you're Odell and that's how you practice, I make one handed catches all the time. Yeah. Make the catch. But then that's why I don't At put least a lot put two on, hands on it. That's why I don't put a lot on Baker, though, because we know, and I, this is going to get a bad reaction, I know, but we know he's Jared Goff. We know he's a guy that if you have a running game, you have your weapons, you have your offensive line, mm-hmm. you have a good defense, you can win. When the other guys stop making plays, fumble the ball, Drop passes, defense gives up these that the, the touchdowns in the second half and things like that. That's when you don't win. So I mean, that's they got to they got to get that right. And maybe eliminating Odell is I don't want to say addition by subtraction because it's so bad to say that a guy with that much talent is you know you're getting a you're getting a better team because I don't think they're a better team without them. They might just have a better overall you know fit, I guess is a good way. So, well, that's the polite way. You said stay, it very stay polite. No, I, I'm saying he said it very eloquently, but I'm going to say it rude. All right. <laughs> Start passing in the first window. He's not passing into his first windows. Quit going for the long ball. Because mm-hmm. that pass up the middle, they were going to hurt Odell. Both oh, safeties right were right teeing up. Oh, yeah, it, it was late. He, yeah, because if you look at the first window, when he came off of that O-line, by his seventh step, he was wide open. Even if he threw the ball to him then, the linebackers were dead waiting on the run. Only people he had to deal with were the two safeties that were waiting on him. And I'm sorry, he threw it into the third window, technically. Yeah, they showed that sky cam, and he was late getting there, and he had a little hitch where he kind of almost pump faked. And then, yeah, like he by was, that time, I don't know, maybe he doesn't trust him also. I don't, to say, oh, I don't want to throw, go. maybe, okay, maybe I will. And but. then my biggest thing is, like I said, he needs to start paying attention to his hot routes because they're constantly open. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That's why he's, like I said, Jared Goff. He's Jeremy Garoppolo. He's that kind of quarterback where, yeah, I can blame him for those throws. I can blame him for missing this read. I can blame him for that. But when the other guys don't make the plays, it's like you know who Baker is. You have to make these plays or you lose. That's why I think short-term, in-game is Odell's not playing playing anymore. It's a – he is uh what is eight well, well nine games left. He has no money left guaranteed for next year. It's it's easier it's easy to let go of a receiver. A receiver. Not saying it makes your team better, but it's easier to do. And, and if they do release him, he will pass through waivers, so they don't have to. So other teams don't have to pay that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The piggyback on uh, pass point. The the long term in game is. I'm not, I'm not one of those people, but there are a lot who say you know, Baker's better without, without Odell. The, he has nine games to show that he can perform in this offense without Odell. Mm-hmm. If he wants to make his 
35 million dollars a year. This this is his opportunity. This this is this is opportunity to show me and him just didn't click for whatever reason. But in this offense with everybody else, look at the numbers I can produce, the score I can the scores I can get, get pay me my money. If not, he'll be on the franchise tag or looking for looking for a backup job somewhere. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Get that man what he needs. Seventy five million. You're only Talking about Mason Rudolph? Only, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you Quit only want cussing. You only, I did not cuss. <laughs> you, you only want us to use up all our cap money on Baker so you can get one of our receivers or tight ends or running backs or defensive players because. Well, that is my fan in me. But yeah, I'm telling you now, truthfully, if it was me and truthfully he doesn't have enough clout to, I would have got rid of them both. Well, I. That's not gonna happen. I, yeah, it's, not, like I, I said, know. it wouldn't happen because it's harder to get a, it's it's harder to find a quarterback. If you think you have one, you hold on to him until he proves that he's not. And Kirk Cousins, for example, I'm saying, and well, even held on to him to the very last second until they decided, you know, he's not the guy for us. Yeah. And even having a average one is better than having a none. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Pat has called him Kirk Cousins, called him Derek Carr, called Jared him Ryan Tannehill, yeah. called him Jared Goff. It's better to have that and have what? Mason Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> I still hate you about that, Miles Garrett. You could have put me out of my misery just one little bit harder. Um, before we move on, because we definitely got to move on to uh, going around the league, playing a little, you know, factor fiction, whatever. Um. Sunday we got the Bengals, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not yep. going. I'm just real quick. What they need to do to win? Final score, Pat. They need again. It's gonna be. I, I'm just so interested to see how this how this team's gonna come out of the locker room. I think they really need to make a, a Las Vegas Raiders type statement. When the Raiders lost Gruden, they've lost, but he. Because he did it to himself, but everyone was like, "Oh man, this, the Raiders this are done. This team might be done." And then they went out there and just beat the hell out of the Broncos <laughs> for three quarters. That hurts me a little bit. Oh it? yeah, it crushed me. But but because I I bought into that too. But I think that's what they need. They need to run. They need to get again the uh the they need to run the ball. That's goes without saying. And again, the other components not named Baker Mayfield, need to make their place. That's uh, Jason, what did the Browns need to do to win on Sunday? <sighs> All righty. Listen, Cleveland. Oh, wait, wait, before you start, final score, Pat? I'll go Bengals 27 to 17. Ouch. <laughs> go ahead, Jason. All right, Cleveland, I never thought I would have to do this, but listen. Cincinnati sucks with drag routes with the tight end. Come out and double tight end like you're going to do stretch run play and pass against the grain. It's always open. Their D tackles and D ends are just trying to pinch Baker into the pocket. So take advantage of that. Quick screen passes and you will get them. But in reality... I'm about to get y'all teeth kicked in because I need y'all to win. So I'm going with the reality of 35 to 10. 
Cincinnati? Yes. Uh, your little game plan put together is hilarious because that's literally the Browns' offense. Run the ball, tight end, screen. That, but they got to. I know, but they got to do more counters with it. I, I know. Cincinnati over pursues big that's time. Literally, the Stefanski offense. So if he I, I, if he runs the offense, but who knows? I'm, but I'm just saying, I don't pay attention to football. I'm just saying what I see that works against that team. And I don't coach in the NFL. But I need y'all to do that because if y'all win and we win, we're in first place. Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, e, what they need to do Sunday and final score. Okay. Um, this is the week that Stefanski has to really, really coach. And I don't mean X's and O's. I mean pulling a team together coaching. Kind of coaching um, that uh, Phil Jackson used to do. Like yeah. it's easy to throw the players out there, but you got to coach these egos. Yeah, he needs to do some kumbaya Phil Jackson type coaching. The um, or Bill Parcells. You can all hate me together, but at least y'all doing something. <laughs> so uh, on the field, obviously Baker needs to hit that open man. Like I said, this is Od- Odell's not playing. If you're better without him, you need to show it. And Ronnie Harrison, please don't be an idiot. So that I do not want to – I could easily see uh, Chase getting 135 and two touchdowns. So somebody needs to do something to stop that. Mm-hmm. And But the last three weeks, specifically the offense, but have done nothing to show me that they have their act together. I'm going Bengals 28, Browns 17. Um, Basically everything y'all said, I could see – I don't see a blowout, Jason. But I see 24-20 Cincinnati. I see what you're saying, but listen, I got one major issue again. And he didn't show up last week and when y'all needed him. And it was a glaring omission of him. Hmm. Jadavian Clowney. We spent majority of the game double-teaming Miles. So he went and killed Ben. And each time we went one-on-one with him, he got him. But, you Jadavian know. ain't got to step up, man. I'm sorry. He's living up to Jadavian Clowney standards. Nothing. Uh, I'm going to do this real quick because I do want to go around the league, you know, do our little fact and fiction thing. But um, play a quick prediction game. Well, one of these I had in my head earlier when I thought about doing this, but um, <laughs> will he be on the team next year, Odell Beckham? Just, <laughs> just answer. Just no <laughs> chance in hell. Nope. Jarvis Landry. Nope. I don't know what his contract situation is, so I'm gonna say no right now. Pat, I think he will be at a discounted restructure. Thing only because maybe with some incentives or something. Yeah, yeah. O- only because if you let go of Odell and Jarvis, you have no veteran. You have you have in the wide DPJ Schwartz Higgins, and then and I'm then assuming well, whoever you DPJ draft. Schwartz. I don't. Yeah. I could also see Higgins gone too. Hold on. Yeah, Higgins is Higgins is kind of just a guy. If yeah, not exactly. So you have that was my next wide receiver. But I'm sorry, not an excuse. He's collateral damage. I think Jarvis is out of here. And well, Rashard Higgins, E, you're saying no. Uh, if it, I'm saying, actually, I'm saying it doesn't matter. He signed what? A, he's 
last two years he signed with a one year just over the vet minimum type of deal. He's if he's back, it'll be something like that. He's not you're not signing Rashard Higgins and put him in the number two slot no. and saying go. Yeah. No. If he's here, he's the fourth receiver. Um <laughs> Ronnie Harrison. Here or gone. Here. Yeah. Probably here. Denzel Ward, here or gone. Here. Here. Still has a fifty or a yep. tag they can use. Here because of Baker. Not achieving more. Um Wyatt Teller, here or gone? Gone. He's going to sign. I think he's going to sign major money somewhere. Gone. Guards are traditionally easy to find. Yeah. J.C. Treader, here or gone? Uh, that was a, a little tougher. That is tough, especially because he's the community guy. He's the. I'm going to say here, but I'm. I can be persuaded the other way on that one. Yeah. Can I throw some fantasy names out there just to? I mean, you're going to have to replace somebody with somebody. Go take a look at Chris Godwin, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, Devontae Adams. They're going to be out there. There's going to be receivers available. That's why I said Landry's collateral damage for Mm -hmm. this year. And it's time to rebuild the wide receiver room with your two young bucks as the leader. And you may want to bring them in veteran guidance. You'll probably if if Landry's not your leader, you'll get you know, for the lack of a better example, you'll get Robinson or Godwin as your other veteran, and then, you know, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, Schwartz, and probably whatever draft pick. And that's your wide receiver room right there. But with that said, we have gone what a good hour or so. Uh, let's knock this out real quick. Um, factor fixing going around the league. Uh, with the foot surgery for Derrick Henry, the Tennessee Titans are officially done. Fact or fiction? Uh, define done. Yeah. Like, win division, yes. Win, not win yeah. division, because they'll probably win the division, because yeah. that division is hot garbage juice. Um, <laughs> like Super Bowl hopes. Super, Super, hopes Super, Super Bowl hopes deep playoff run. Done. Yeah, they're done on that one. Y'all yeah. hard hit it. I told y'all first episode. Hey. They're done. Hey. Quit being hard hit. <laughs> um ACL injury and MCL. James to James Winston. The New Orleans Saints are done as far as a deep playoff run. Fact fiction. Fact. Fact. I didn't think they were make were making one anyway. They um, are in the top, you know. We'll get to the NFC in a minute. I'm not it's saying they that, wouldn't make the playoffs. But it's a deep run? No. The you, rest of the NFC is an issue. Yeah, they, <laughs> like I said, they're done just because of how strong the NFC is. Yeah. Um, Von Miller getting traded to the Rams. Sorry, Pat. Uh, <laughs> um, before he gets there, obviously, the Rams were 10th with points per game. They were 21st with passing yards, 11th with rushing yards. They led the league in sacks. Von Miller will make the Rams host the Super Bowl. Fact or fiction? Rams to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is in Los Angeles, yeah. in SoFi Stadium. That's so tough just because the NFC is so damn tough, and there's a like quarterback said, we're, we're, in Tampa I'm, I'm Bay. I'm going to get to the NFC <laughs> in a little bit. There's a quarterback in Tampa Bay that I do not like picking against. Well, I love picking against. 
And he proves me wrong every year. Every year. <laughs> I'm going to say fiction only because of the quarterback in Tampa Bay. And because I think if they get the Super Bowl, it'll be less Von Miller and much more Matthew Stafford. I'm going to say fiction because something has finally risen out of the trash. Cowboys. Um, I just do this and went in there just because – Factor fiction, Melvin Ingram getting traded to Kansas City will have zero impact on the Chiefs' defense. <laughs> zero. <laughs> he might have some, but some minimum. It can't hurt. A, but, yeah. Thanks I'm, for the pick. I'm going to go ahead and quote Mike Tomlin on, on that Melvin Ingram thing, and it can work for the Browns, too. It's better to have volunteers than hostages. Yep. It is what it is. And that hold on, and that statement right there is why everyone wants Tomlin out of Pittsburgh because they want him on their team. Um, fact or fiction? The Packers and Aaron Rodgers are not going to make the second round of the playoffs because of this whole situation today with the was it what what happened with his COVID situation? <laughs> The way I understood it is he tested positive for COVID. Right. Earlier in the year, he said he was vaccinated because I asked him about it. And he, this this was like in August. And he said, yes. They asked him about other guys and he said he won't put any pressure on it. He, but he did say he was vaccinated. Came out today that he's not vaccinated, vaccinated. They asked something, and he says, I'm not vaccinated. I'm immune. I'm immune. Immunized. Yeah, yeah. immunized. Or I have immunization to it. I don't have vaccination. So I don't know what to make of that. I'm going to say it because he's not playing this week against Kansas City. Yeah, he's out. Um, yeah. He's probably not going to play next week. And then you got the whole issue of, well, you did press conference without a mask. And if you're not vaccinated, then we got to, you know, ding you for that. Yeah. You've been on the sideline without a mask. And if you're not vaccinated, then we got to ding you for that. Like, we're not really sure at this moment today of this recording when Aaron Rodgers will be quarterbacking for the Packers again. They said the early, I believe because he's not vaccinated, the earliest he can go back is next Saturday. That's the early. That's and, early. And, that, that's and, just, and that's, that's just that's with best case COVID. scenario. That's just yeah. with passing COVID protocols. Um, he's missing at least two games. He's not. There's no way they're gonna. I should say no way, but I find it highly unlikely they'll play him without practicing once next week. You know the weird part about all of this thing that came out today because it wasn't just the Odell stuff. It was the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Remember in, early in the season or early in the preseason, it was like, oh well, you know. Aaron doesn't come back. That's fine. We got Jordan Love. Well, now's your chance, Jordan Love. No, let's just keep <laughs> it real. If Aaron um, Rodgers is in the uh, locker room, the meeting rooms, unvaccinated, does it make Jordan Love a contact? He needs to be mm. tested. But I think if he's vaccinated, he won't have yeah. to. Okay. Yeah. They can get out there and play Blake Bortles. The, the th- <laughs> they said the third. Yeah, because the third, the practice squad quarterback Ben Kirk or something like that. And then they is out back. is out with COVID now because of that. But they said Jordan Love is good. Um, only thing I have to say on and this, and they brought in Blake Bortles as well. Yeah. Only thing I have to say on this is, um, Aaron Rodgers need to be really thanking the Browns. But here comes Green Bay's. It's about to get nasty there. I just as as a uh, as goofy. As Kyrie Irving is, at least he was. Apparently, this is my thing for the day. 
Weezy wasn't man enough to stand up and say, this is what I believe, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> Only thing I got to say is Green Bay is about to explode, and it's going to be hilarious. We don't know that yet. Blake Come Bortles on, and, and Jordan Love could have 400-yard games like uh, Mike White. Um, <laughs> Hold on. And that's my thing. If Love goes out there and it's shows up. Excuse me. It's not going to happen. Okay. You're... If love go out there I'll and put puts money on, on it, it's not going to happen. Please let me finish. <laughs> if love goes out there and performs like Aaron did once he replaced Farva, it's going to be hilarious. I don't know what the hell that was right there. You know, Brett Favre, <laughs> something about Mary. Oh. Favre. That was a deep cut. Uh, fact or fiction, Cincinnati Bengals are pretenders. I mean, you, you lose to Mike White in the yeah. Jets, man. I don't know. Uh, That's that is it one game shaky or is it a sign of things? I think so. I th- I think it's fake. I think Bengals are for real still. Yeah, fiction. I mean, that, they are the way they dismantled Baltimore. That every, uh, they just were believing their own hype and got caught off guard. Almost that was every their year, game. it's just one every of those. Team lo- they lose the chess. I ain't got to yeah. practice hard. There you go. Yeah, every year, a team loses a game they shouldn't lose and beats a team they shouldn't have beat. This is and uh, the Jets were there. Yeah. Shouldn't have lost that game. We'll come back next. <laughs> I saw that too. The Jets are two and five this year. They lost the Patriots twice, the Broncos, the Panthers, and and. Uh, not remember who else. They lost to the Falcons too. And the Falcons. And they've beat the Titans and Bengals. Yeah. And I said they was going to get the Titans. They beat uh, the Titans and Bengals. Can't beat the damn Falcons, Panthers, or Broncos. Real but. quick, I seen something I wanted to ask you guys. The Jets, right? Mike White had four hundred five yards. Oh, they're panicking in there. The last they're panicking. No, 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 not 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 about Zach Wilson. Oh. The last Jets QB to throw four hundred yards was who? I heard it already. Hmm? I heard the answer already. Chad Pennington? Close, but no. Oh, I was going to say Testaverde. Yep. It Year is. 2000. Wow. Whoa. Year 2000. Year 2000. Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> just because I knew the answer. <laughs> no, I just I think they're just panicking. because That was the Monday night game. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know specifically. Yeah. I just said they're yeah. panicking. I think they're panicking now because they just brought in. They just added to the coaching staff Zach Wilson's personal coach. Quarterback coach, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like, <laughs> like uh, you look like you look horrible for seven games, and then this dude comes in and just rips up the Bengals. It's like, right. uh-oh. Uh oh. Factor fiction: the Las Vegas Raiders are AFC West favorites. Fact. I, uh, I probably fact right now. I think of. I'm going to go fiction. I think it's the Chargers. Still against the Chargers? I think so. Uh, they had another. Uh, Sunday was so weird. Even though Jesus hurt. I mean, Justin Herbert had a bad How <laughs> couple games. He had, man, I did not expect them. To, uh, the Saints beat the Bucks. Sunday was a really weird day. Weird, weird day. day. I think three um, backup quarterbacks won Sunday. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I got to say fiction with the Chargers because guess what? You tell me somebody. So, they so st- fact with the Raiders, then, right? Raiders, yes, okay. fact. But Chargers, you tell me somebody they stop running. I, I, we could just wait till next season because they yeah. haven't stopped nobody this season. I think at the same time, and we, 
I don't even have the time. I know we don't have the time to talk about it, but as much as Gruden might have brought kind of the the the, the momentum together, mm-hmm. stuff with rugs, man. I mean, that could that's that's gonna hurt. Oh, it. I forget about yeah. that. Ooh, I mean, I'm not saying like destroy them, but I mean that's like not only that is a huge loss, but it's like yeah, it's like how do you get your over. it's like how do you get your heads back into it? I mean, and and him too, but you know. They're not going to worry about that at the moment. Yeah. Um, fact or fiction? Well, let me throw this out there first. <clears throat> 27 of 51, 231 yards passing, three touchdowns, two INTs, with one of them being a pit six with a minute 26 left in the fourth. Fact or fiction, Carson Wentz is holding back the Colts. It's t- uh. I, I want to say yes so bad, but I don't know what their options, other options could possibly be. That's the only thing I can say is I don't. I, he's holding them back from being a better team, but I don't know what quarterback they could have. They're three and five right now. Uh, their backup at the moment is actually Sam Ellinger. Yeah. So and which hold- the Titans record? Six and two. The Titans record right at the moment is six and two. By default, Wentz. Wentz is holding the back? Yeah, because, like I said. But he should be so much better than he is, but he's just, you that's know. Back, that's, it's been back-to-back weeks. He just did a yeah. pass <laughs> right to the defender. Like, the defender is five guards in front of him. No one else in there, and he just – it was like the water boy the f- when he got the ball for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he got the ball, they said throw, and he yeah. just threw it to the other team, and the dude took off like that. He's doing a water boy. <laughs> um, fact or fiction? Can we get a, can we get that sound again real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fact or fiction? The New England Patriots are for real. Fact. For real, meaning what? Uh, playoff run. Fact. Yeah. That, They're currently 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. I, it is complete 180 from last week, too. Because I said they aren't even... We talked about the... Will the top seven remain the seven? And it was like, well... Yeah. Well, New England's at eight. You know, whatever team's at nine. We're just like, if New England's at eight, there ain't no... Okay. Now I'm looking at it like... That's a five or six seed right now. Like there, there is. Yeah. I mean, we'll go, we'll go over that in, in a second because I got a, a couple questions on that. Um, fact or fiction? With 175 yards passing in the touchdown, 103 yards rushing in the touchdown, all of this without Matt Nagy. This is the Justin Fields that should be playing for the Chicago Bears. Fact. One thousand percent fact. <laughs> I'm saying he won't be 300 in a, in, a, in a passing yard game, but he might be 100, 200, and then but 80, 100 rushing. And I can honestly say, y'all better enjoy it because this weekend may be the end of that. Ah, well, excuse whatever. me, Monday night may be the end of that. Ah, whatever, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you drafted him for this skill set, right? Yeah. You use the skill set. You use that skill set. Not the same thing. It was like it was like it was like Baltimore drafting Lamar and saying, "Okay, never run." Yeah. And hold on, and I want you to think of something. Other than the year that Ben blew out his elbow, what has the Steelers done to Lamar Jackson? We haven't lost to him yet. We abuse him, 
And I'm sorry, Fields don't get that speed. He ain't getting away from us like Lamar can. They're going to oh. hurt him. Throws better, though. Yeah, but guess what? You got to pray that O-line stand up against a hungry defense. Nah. Uh, factor fiction, the Saints are a real playoff contender. As in, they'll probably get into the playoffs? Oh, they'll get. They'll probably get into the playoffs because, you know. Saints, no. Even if Jameis was healthy, back. I don't. They're they're five and two. That's why I'm asking this. Even if Jameis was healthy, I wasn't saying they were going to deep There's run. Five teams in the NFC. That, if you're not one I'm of the getting five, to it. I'm just saying, if you're not one <laughs> of the five, you're not a playoff. You don't have a playoff run in you. Again, if they could coach Philip, get coach Philip Rivers on the sideline in that uniform, but they'll be out mm-hmm. first round. But other than that, no, they're done. Get Cam. I'm gonna say this, Philip. Philip looked yeah, look destroyed in, in Indianapolis. Philip retired for a reason. Well, you're a high school coach for a reason. Stay retired. Excuse me. Right now, we have a quarterback getting the Kaepernick treatment that could save that team. The team is built for him, how they play. But will the Saints go ahead and go get him? He just said it. I'm afraid they won't. Are we sure Cam can throw the ball? You don't need Cam to throw the ball consistently because I'm sorry, Peyton schemes people open with a capital O-P-E-N. It it ain't just hit Kamara in the flat. He's got to actually throw the ball. But Cam can throw up the seam, and let's just keep it real. When's the last time you've seen it happen? Right before the Patriots cutting. <laughs> right, if we're talking Taysom Hill and Philip Rivers, man. Yeah, yeah, if you, my choices are Taysom Hill, Philip Rivers, and Cam Newton, I'm taking Cam Newton. Thank you. I'm just saying. I'm taking my six seed and getting out in the first round. So you're saying there's a small part of Sean Payne's like, damn it, why they had to take Blake Bortles? I was going to call Blake Bortles. <laughs> anyway, Paxton Lynch still available. Oh, Ooh. oh. You just hate everybody. That is hey, how. That, that, that's my customer. Look, See, that, Rudolph might be you your forget, customer. We had that before him. Was Remember, that? we picked up Paxton Lynch. Oh, after us? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, good for you. I'm sorry yeah. you made poor life choices. <laughs> and uh, then we replaced him with worse Paxton Lynch. <laughs> all right. Here, here's, here's my good final ones before we go over the, the schedule for week nine. Um, fact or fiction? <clears throat> This is the best Dallas Cowboys team since 1996. Super Bowl 30. Fact. Fact. Without their season to season thing, I'd have to say yes. So I'm saying you're you're eliminating the late Troy Aikman teams, all the Tony Romo teams. Yeah, like I said, I, I not necessarily Quincy Carter teams, but oh. <laughs> you know what? I have to say something about this team real quick. Have you ever seen a Dallas team that didn't need a quarterback until now? Their run and their defense is strong enough to take them into the playoffs. I wouldn't say don't need a quarterback. I mean, this is probably the best season Dak has had in how long? This is Tony Romo's dream team. And no, he's this, not there no, for I'm glad it. you said this is the team that Jerry should have put on the field for Romo when he never gave Romo any pro, any yeah. anything other than what Witten and Bryant. Des Bryant. And, <laughs> I'm just saying this is Tony Romo's dream team. Well, he was giving him what uh Julius Jones and it like 
No. This is the team you should have gained. Tony <laughs> Romo. Fantasy team killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, fact or fiction, going off that uh, Saints question and going off that Cowboys question, but um, the 6-1 Cowboys, 7-1 Packers, 6-2 Buccaneers, 5-2 Saints, 7-1 Cardinals, 7-1 Rams, the top six NFC teams are better than any AFC team. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Five for I, I say fiction only because I don't think – I think there's five. I think you said six. Kicking, kicking out the Saints. Yeah, I'm kicking yeah. out the Saints because I think the Bills, the Ravens. Bills are five and two. Ravens are five and two. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all good teams, but – Tennessee is six and two. Raiders are yeah. five and two. I mean, they beat the hell out of the Steelers, but I don't think the Saints are up there. <laughs> I'm just um, saying they're not, the, they're not up there with the Bills or Ravens. The, the cutoff is the Steelers. Okay, okay. Let's go five teams. You just really want me to give me four flags. Right? <laughs> let's go. Let's go five teams. Green I Bay, my Arizona. In a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. We're out actually. Okay. Green Bay, Arizona, Los Angeles, Dallas, Tampa. Those better five. than any AFC team. Yes. Yeah. That's a fact. Fact all the way around. All the way around. All the way around. Fact. And fact or fiction. The Chiefs and the Browns will be the last two AFC t- playoff teams. Uh, I'm going to say fiction. Let's, let, let's do the fingers again. I got them. <laughs> Bills. <laughs> right? In. Bills Ra- are in. Ravens. Ravens are in. in. Titans. In. Raiders. If I'm calling them the division champs, they're in. in. That's four, okay? Mm-hmm. The four and three Chargers. In. Ooh. The four no. and four Chiefs. Both of them are not getting in. I think, man, I would think, I think the Chiefs are going to backdoor into it. If I really do. I, I think the Browns, I beat the Chiefs to over the Chargers on that scenario. The three and five Colts. No. Oh hell yeah! No. <laughs> uh, the four and four Patriots. Man, I just said they're. Fine. I just gonna make it a run. So I'm gonna say yeah. The four and four Browns. If they're in, they're seventh, and they're uh, yeah. teetering. I don't think they're in. The four and three Steelers. Nope. Whatever. <laughs> no. Don't don't be a fan. Be realistic. I told again. I I'm asking you. Be realistic. Oh, we're in. I told y'all the NFL had the first six games to get rid of us. Y'all failed. Here we come. And the five and three Bengals. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I got Bills, Patriots, Bengals, Ravens, Titans, Chargers. I think the Chiefs backdoor. And it really might come down to the Chiefs and, and the Browns. Yeah. Maybe the Patriots. So that's like yeah, those know. those three teams might be And then there's always the no, I'm not gonna joke around about it. <laughs> well, but yeah, if I don't take this, I think it's gonna be Ravens, Bengals, Titans only, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. And you know what? Let me throw this out there while we're talking about the Chiefs. They're four and four right now, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Granted, got, because Aaron and his coach they got situation. a gift this week. They play the Packers, right? Yep, they're gonna lose. They're not gonna lose this. 
They'll they'll beat Jordan Love, okay? Okay. But we'll say they'll beat Jordan Love. Plus, it's a home game. Maybe they'll get get right. At Las Vegas versus Dallas versus Denver versus Las Vegas at the Chargers versus the Steelers at Cincinnati at Denver. And they can't stop the the run. Are we sure the Chiefs are gunning in? I think they're backdooring. Backdoor. No one's saying they're going to win the division. Yeah. Oh, they're not winning the division. I'm just they're not getting they're in. But sneaking in at nine and seven, I can see that. <laughs> or I mean, what, that's, what's the seventeen game schedule now? Nine so and to, eight. Yeah. Nine and eight. But if they got they got a gift against the Packers, they they'll probably split with both Las Vegas and. That's so weird because I'm ready to say Oakland and San Diego. <laughs> those two teams, they'll. Should they should sweep Denver? So that's one, two, three, four, five wins right there. Mm-hmm. If they sweep Denver, split with both Chargers and Raiders, and beat the Packers, that's five wins. That puts them at nine. All right. Oh, okay. Am and I like, like I said, teams right now who don't stop the run are not going far. The I will Chargers say don't it, stop, the, stop it, the run worse than the Chiefs do. Right. It, it, it but the Chiefs just got their um, poison. The Chargers' um, schedule is going to lighten up for them. They'll let them get a couple of sneaky wins. The Chiefs do have the hardest schedule going out for the rest of the season. That's why I, I said they're done. Um, last factor fixing before we hit the schedule before we wrap this show up. Factor fixing. Week one, the 2023 season. Baker Mayfield is the cornerback for the Cleveland Browns. By default. Yep. He's going to be. Just because God re- re- Remember, me. I said 2023. Not yeah. next oh, season. Oh, oh the, ne- the season after. I got my years wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I got so, my one future year wrong. In that case, I'm going to say no. I think he will. I My guess right now is they do the fifth option and they either – Find a franchise after that, or they actually or sign them, or he, sign them to a smaller, big deal. I guess. Like, he, he, like a Cousins he, type, like not like a huge Cousins deal, but like the Vikings signed Cousins for like three years, something. Not, not, not the Dak Prescott deal, but like the Kirk Cousins three year eighty four. Yeah, and maybe less than less than the maybe less than money wise. But I'm gonna say maybe a three four year deal, mm-hmm. just to again make sure you don't go too far. And it might work out for Baker because I don't know if he'd get that in the open market. Right. And and it gives him another year to, hate to say it, prove himself, but that's what it's going to be looked upon as. It's going to be another year to prove yourself that you actually deserve a bigger contract. Because, I mean, he's 26 now. Yeah. If you give him a three-year deal, he's, what, 29? Yeah, he can get another contract. Yeah. That's no problem. He can get another contract. The 29, 30-year-old quarterback will get another and that, contract. And that could be a long-term. Yeah. That could be the long-term one. Jason? Fact fiction, 2023 Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield. If the football gods love me, he'll be your quarterback. And Mason Rudolph will be yours. Moving on, week nine <laughs> games. Uh, bye weeks this week are Detroit, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Washington. Thursday night, though, you got a real big game. The 2-5 and five New York Jets at the 3-5 and five Indianapolis Colts. Colts got to win sometime. They <laughs> I'm getting elective eye surgery. <laughs> I'm going to watch because I think it's going to be a hilarious. Let me tell you something. 
If Mike White goes out there and destroys the Colts, that's why I want to watch. <laughs> if Carson, actually, I need two things. To if happen. Carson Wentz loses Mike, to, the, to Mike White, I need, I need I need Carson Wentz to throw another safety in the, another safety in the end zone. So, I mean, <laughs> the water. I mean, that, that was a sweet pass too. How you? Just, who does this? That was the water boy pass. <laughs> <laughs> he did the same damn thing against San Francisco the week oh, before. Uh, e, you got the Jets or the Colts? Colts. Jason, they're at, they're in Indy. I'm saying. Um, I got two tall boys on popcorn, <laughs> and I'm going to. I don't care. Give me the Jets. Give me the M E S S mess mess mess. Give me the Colts. Carson Wentz wrong. Um, one o'clock games on Sunday. Uh, the four and four Denver Broncos at the six and one Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> Don't go with your heart. Go with your head. Yeah, it, my head says this team won't have the offense, even if Cooper Rush is the quarterback still. So, you know, that. Let me just won, say. Let me just say it for you. We won last week. That that <laughs> we we can go on another three four game skid before I start losing my patience again. So all right, I, I know <laughs> it's hard for you to say anything but Denver. I just say you say in Denver. Yeah. E Denver or Dallas? Cowboys. Jason. Um, you know how you say you get a bridge over troubled water. The water about to wipe out the bridge. The Cowboys. They're gonna kill that man. Uh, speaking of big time games, the one in seven Houston Texans at the one in seven Miami Dolphins. <laughs> oh, uh, this this could be Ryan this, this should have been the Deshaun Watson Bowl, but it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Brian Flores nightmare game. Yeah, if I'm I'm taking the Dolphins, and we may have a firing if. If, it, if, if it's not, if it, yeah, I, I'm with, I'm 100 with Pat on that one. Which goes to my question a few weeks ago about oh, will Urban Brian Meyer. Flores get fired before Urban Meyer loses his <laughs> job? To. He's apparently <laughs> Urban is bulletproof. So, all righty, please listen to me. If you live in a market and you don't got direct TV and you gotta watch this game, go what to did, the bar. What did I say a couple weeks ago? This is one of those. Hey, check with your girlfriend, with your wife. What do I gotta do? Do I gotta take a nap? Do I gotta take the kids somewhere? Do I gotta go clean the gutters? No, whatever. This is gotta go shopping. I can honestly say, cut some lawns. Geriatric <laughs> porn really may be an oh, option. <laughs> This is going to be nasty. We almost made it through the show without mentioning that. No, truthfully, have there ever been a trend on that one? It really is a creepy trend. Has there ever been a double head coach firing? Oh, my God. They just, uh, what's his his name? Cully, he just got there. He's, uh, he got hired as an interim, sort of. Only thing I can say is, only thing can make this game better to me if it ends in a tie. Oh my god! Oh, that would be hilarious. The the one seven and one Texans and Dolphins. I needed that. Yes, and then I really like, I'm really cheering for the tie to see if they'll fire both coaches. Oh my god, you're an awful, evil person. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> the three and four Atlanta Falcons at the five and two New Orleans Saints. I I don't really have faith in Taysom Hill. I'm not sure why Sean Payton apparently loves the man, but good for him. Then all that said. Thanks. They may break Matty Ice's hand. They tried last week already. I know. Yeah. It was the that wrong was one, but they may get the right one this time. <laughs> Saints. Yep. I'm going to take the Saints. 5-2 and two, Las Vegas at 2-6 and six, New York Giants. 
Raiders. Raiders on the emotional but sad high. <laughs> I already picked against my Broncos, so I'm taking the Giants. <laughs> I can't, I like, can't do both. I can't pick against the Broncos and choose the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Can't uh, do both. The 4-4 four four New England Patriots at the 4-4 four four Carolina Panthers. The Belichicks. Yeah, let me roll. Let me let me roll with New England. Bill, hate you, Belichick. Uh, <laughs> I'm just moving on because I know you all your your hate Belichick thing. That's what happens when you root for Pittsburgh. Uh, five and two Buffalo at one and six Jacksonville. Don't make me watch this bloodbath. Yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence going to kill him. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Everybody <laughs> listening, I'm joking. That long neck about to get whipped. <laughs> Urban will be crying on the sidelines of Buffalo. Well, they do got strip bars, so he may be all right. If okay. he found one in Ohio, he can find one. How come Josh Allen can wear a costume? But never mind. I'll just keep moving on. Uh, the three and four Minnesota Vikings at the five and two Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Ravens. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't want to do it. I know he doesn't want to do it. That's why I'm looking at him, making sure he does it. Let me go with the rat birds. Jeez, Jason. Let it go, man. Let it go. Four o'clock games on Sunday. The four and three Los Angeles Chargers at the three and five Philadelphia Eagles. Chargers got to get right here. I'm going to pick the Chargers. If you can't get right against Philly. If they lose this one and go to four and four, now we're. Now we're talking about, oh, wow, the Chiefs are back in this. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Uh,. I was going to say Philly looked good, but that was against Detroit. So let's go to the Chargers. <laughs> 46. Chargers by default. Uh, speaking of by default, the 7 1 Green Bay Packers at the 4 at the, uh, four and 4 Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City. If they don't, this is the game they have to have. Kansas City. They're in the, they're in the same boat with the Chargers. Yeah. Like, yeah. they have to have it on two different levels. You have to have it because Aaron's not playing, and you have to have it because you have to have yeah. it. Yeah. If you lose. Like and this is their third game of hearing that. Packers. Blowout. Wow. You had, you had a lot of love for Jordan. No, um, they got a better <laughs> defense. These oh, seven well, that, and everyone does seven and one Arizona Cardinals at the three and four San Francisco 49ers. Close game shouldn't be Cardinals. I think that too. I want to pick the Niners because I like the Niners a lot. But it's just Cardinals plus the Cardinals got extra time. They played Thursday night. And they finally got a tight end. I feel like I'm going chalk a lot, but these matchups suck. So Cardinals. <laughs> Uh, potential or well, would have been potential game of the week, but Sunday night six and two Tennessee at seven and one Los An- Los Angeles Rams. Time to see what Tannehill has, but this is your time, time to shine. But at, at the same time, gotta go Rams. Yeah, you gotta go the other way. Damn shame what happened to Ryan Tannehill when Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and. But I will say, Monte David, and it was just a whole lot of defensive players. I will say, if Adrian Peterson gets in the game and looks like Adrian Peterson, they should build a statue for that man. Uh If he comes off the street at what, 36 years old and has 
I'll be nice. If he's above 70 yards. I was going to say, if he goes 15 for, if he goes 70 <laughs> with 15 attempts, that's. Um, I can honestly say Jeff Fisher, Tennessee Titans are going to get slaughtered. That's a damn shame you just called Mike Ray with Jeff Fisher. That's cold, man. Uh, Monday night. Yeah. Not, I almost want to eliminate you for this. The three and five Chicago Bears at the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers. I know Jason's taking Pittsburgh. Ian, what you got? I guess I will go with the with the Steelers. Yep. Yeah, as much as I I like Justin Fields, watching that game last week, it wasn't Justin Fields. It was that defense. I tell you this though. As much as we talked about if, you know, so and so beats this team or if Jordan Love beats the Chiefs or Justin Field beat the Steelers, the Steelers are in trouble. Yeah. Again, we were in trouble the whole season. Perhaps. I'm just saying at four and three, at currently in third place in the AFC North, if you lose to the Bears, we had it's that's big trouble. what I said. We right now we're out the hunt. We're getting only thing we're waiting on is Zach Banner now. We're hunting. Steelers. <laughs> um, and, you know, just give you some time. To, maybe you want to rethink it. You're your, your finished or whatever. One, going back to 1 o'clock, 4-4 four four Cleveland, 5-3 and three Cincinnati. Stick it, sticking with the Bengals. Yep, sticking with it. If there was a football god that loved Cleveland, y'all would win this. But at this rate, y'all got to deal with y'all fallout. Oh, God, Cincinnati. Maybe they fall out all over the Bengals. Um, so, before we wrap this show up, do a little What's Your Fan. If you don't know, What's Your Fan can be literally anything that you've seen, played. Could be a movie you watched, a TV show you watched, a game you played, a game you went to, a concert, some restaurants you've been to, some foods you had. Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, going around, Jason, what is your fandom for this week? It's a double dipper. Mike Tomlin and my Cleveland Cavaliers, Cavs, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I am so excited to say I was wrong about y'all. Let's go, Cavs. Currently four and four. Uh, last I checked, they were tied for 10th with Milwaukee. So, yeah. Cavaliers, they they might be making it happen. No, no, no love for the Cavs. Got to make it happen, Joe. Yes. <laughs> tonight, the, tonight the orange and blue delivers. Come on, Cavs! Got to make it happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love them, man. Uh, I used to have the Cavs guitar as a hot hot key too. Uh, e, uh, Jason, what's your fan? Jason stole my Cleveland Cavaliers. Sorry. So, uh, this is uh, real quick. Listen to this. You probably know who Peter King is. He has in his most recent column, he has an excerpt from a Brady podcast, a podcast Brady did, which makes me like Brady as much as I hate to say it even more. Just to paraphrase, Brady said something on the game changed because now it's on the defense to protect the players, and the, I feel like the quarterback should do that. I'd make throws now to over the middle that would have got Ray Lewis would have killed the man or Ryan Lott would have killed the man, but now I do it without Watch at that. will. Watch out for the Ray Lewis kill a man comment. Yeah. True. <laughs> Is that? He was listening to the Highly high, high recommend you go check it out. It's a good read. And it's only like a third of the column, so it's not even that long. 
Oh man, that was funny. Uh, go back to the Cavs real quick. They're currently above Boston, Orlando, Detroit, and Indiana. So I mean, the whole thing a couple weeks ago, we were talking about uh, they could make the play play in tournament. It's still a possibility. Who knows? Uh, Pat, what's your fandom for the week? All right. Well, we talk about sports a lot, so I try when I to do the fandom to not talk about sports. But in this case, I'm going to talk about sports because my fandom is seeing Houston Astros misery. <laughs> I hate that team. I will always hate that team. This was a new, this was a the new fandom for me really was rooting for a team that knocked my favorite team out. So I've always had that like hateful grudge kind of thing and hope that, mm-hmm. you know, so no, under normal circumstances, Braves knocked the Dodgers out. So I'd be sitting there going, man, I hope you the beat Braves. my team. I hope yeah. you lose. Yeah. yeah. That, that's how I normally do. So my new fandom this year, at least was watching the world series and watching the Houston Astros lose. Now that they can't cheat, they haven't won a world series. <laughs> now that they can't cheat, Alex Bregman's hitting about two seventeen. They're more than likely about to lose Carlos Correa. Yeah. That little, little guy that plays second base for him seems to only be hitting at home, which begs the raise a few eyebrows and beg some questions. Mm-hmm. But last night, Braves finished it off, beat them in six, beat their, beat the baseball pants off of them. <laughs> beat the baseball pants. Jorge Soler's home run it's has not has there. not fallen yet. <laughs> it is still in orbit. It, it, I, it is still somewhere around Austin, Texas. It, it traveled it, it to just, Houston yeah. and just going around Texas. That thing was, that was bombed. So you're telling me there's a fan in California who need to be looking out for a ball that may want to it land there? may <laughs> land somewhere. I'd say yes, but I'm not even sure it's going to land in California. We're going to see. <laughs> oh, we're going for Hawaii. We're going to see some UFO conspiracies from people looking up. And it, realizing that it's just the baseball going through because <laughs> that thing was absolutely crushed. But like, was, if you've never seen a ball hit the Thailand before, you should watch the Jorge <laughs> yeah. Soler home run. And, and on top of it all, as much as I love to see Houston Astros lose, it was really nice seeing Freddie Freeman finally win a World Series. He was a 12-year vet, NL MVP, probably all-decade first baseman in the two, 2010s. Mm-hmm. I mean, great player, great guy. Just kind of cool to see him get a World Series. So the last time I played fantasy baseball, I won a championship, and it was because of Freddie Freeman. See, it has years, years ago. So you got a you connection go. there, also. But yeah, congrats <laughs> to the Atlanta Braves. Congrats to the Houston Astros for choking it. But <laughs> hey, you, you're the one. You're the top seed. You had home field home field advantage. Couldn't get it done. I mean, it was a, a team that lost their best player and still overcame yeah, and won the Akun, World Series. Yep. 88 wins in the World Series and won the World Series. 88 wins. That's ridiculous. 88 wins in the regular season. we talk about what's wrong with baseball? It, no. That, that's another. That, <laughs> no. That's not a fan of that, but that, that could go <laughs> on for a while. Let me turn it around to, to locally. That's good for baseball because that's more hope for the Guardians. That roller derby team could show up someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, got baseball. Okay, but uh, but uh, yeah, no. Real, real quick, just you know, 
that was a nice little fandom for me. Good, good, good. Yeah, I did watch the end of it. It's like yeah, it's nice to see Freddie Freeman get get something. He hit a home run at the end too. So got really to celebrate with all those new teeth. Yeah. And <laughs> my fandom for the week is actually happening tomorrow when I go see Marvel's Eternals. I don't need to see nothing else. I'm I'm good. I go see Marvel movies, DC movies all the time. That's kind of what I do. I pay attention to them. I follow them for. I was gonna say going back to 2008 Iron Man, but let's be honest, I follow them going back much deeper than that. We're talking about DC. I hate Superman or 80s movies in 70 what 78 Superman 78 Christopher yeah, Reeves 78 or 79. Yeah, I hate those, but I'm with DC since 89 and Batman. I'm with Marvel since. I'll say Blade in '98 because I and skip over Elektra, but you know, yeah, let's skip over Elektra. And Daredevil. just like I skip over, no, I watched Daredevil. Daredevil was for the time. Daredevil was okay for the time. It's just weird that the Marvel started with that. With, like, with Blade I, and Daredevil, yeah, and like like X-Men I know X Men in 2000. Yeah, like, I knew X. I mean, you figured they'd start with X Men and Spider Man, but to have like. Daredevil, but with, yeah, like, Daredevil, the like three blade movies. Yeah, uh, but like, I still like think those it's funny the that they were still dying until Snipe saved them with Blade. Yeah, yeah, they did. But you know, Marvel Studios didn't exactly start till 2008 with Iron Man. Yeah, but yeah. you know, anyway, Eternals coming out this weekend. Going to go see it. Apparently, there's two really, really great post credit scenes. So I'm just looking forward to that as well. That will help shape the entire Marvel Universe going forward because there's a lot of shaping that's about to happen with their next few movies few movies coming up. And not just the ones this year, but some next year, seven twenty twenty three. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things about to happen with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But um that'll do it for this episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast. You can follow Cleveland Phantom Podcast at CLE Phantom Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow uh Jason Roberts at at Kratos Lives. Follow Pat Luda at P Luda. Follow Everett Williams at E V S Y N Williams. All right. And uh, you know, hope the best for the Browns. <laughs> hope they can come through with a win. But until next time, get at us on Instagram, get at us on Twitter, and let us know what's your fandom. Good night. <laughs>